All right, Ruthann, we are live. Talk CDL. What do you have for me to talk about today? All right, so what I have is a new guideline clarification from the FMCSA. A, a new guideline on what? On personal conveyances. What's, for what? For your out-of-hours services. So this um, is basically an, I'm looking over, this is basically an article from the FMCSA now allowing drivers to move their truck even when they're out of hours under certain circumstances. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, so let's talk about it. So if you have a circumstance where you are held up at your shipper receiver and it went into your off-duty where you are now out of hours, Mm -hmm. you can safely take your tractor to the nearest location where you can rest and get your hours in. What if if the nearest location is like 300 miles away? I'm serious. Like what if you're in Montana and and uh, you're 200 miles from a rest area or something like that? Well, if that's the nearest. That would, I'm just saying it, 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 that it is what it is. Right? It basically said it, you have to get to get to your nearest location. It didn't say the only thing it did say is you cannot go um, in the direction of your next dispatch and use that as a oh I was out of hours right. so I just drove 200 miles um, towards my next dispatch. Right. You have to. You can't. You're not allowed to do that. So they, and because I thought I I heard overheard. Somebody talking about that earlier where can a driver also, let's say he's 20 miles from his house and he's out of hours because of the shipper, the receiver, and he can use it now for personal conveniences and go to his house as long as his house is not also in the direction of his dispatch. Is that correct? Correct. So it sounds like the, the quagmire right there is you cannot go under no circumstances in the direction of your next dispatch. Is that well, you know what doesn't make sense though. Let's say you're, and maybe I'm just not hearing this correctly. If you're out of hours, you're at a shipper or at a receiver, and you finally get empty, but now you're over in your hours. Um, you're allowed to move, but let's say you got to go five miles to the truck stop. The only way you can go, but that's also in the direction of your next dispatch. There's got to be something that that, that, you. that actually is allowed. Okay. Because it's the next, it's the closest safe place. So that would be allowed because it's the closest safe place. And what it has to do is, as I'm gonna, I'll read the paragraph. It says, personal conveyance use has not been allowed for any move intended to further the direction of the current or next dispatch, and is intended as truly personal use of the truck outside the stream of com- commerce. Further clarifying the change in personal conveyance interruption, or I'm sorry, interpretation, the agency noted it recognized that the driver may not be aware of the direction of the next dispatch and that in some incidences, the nearest safe resting location may be in the direction of that dispatch. If the driver proceeds to the nearest reasonable and safe location and takes the required rest, this would qualify as personal conveyance. Any driver using personal conveyance this way is advised to annotate on the log, if he or she cannot park at the nearest rest location and must proceed to another location, personal conveyance is also newly specified allowed in other similar circumstances when a safety official, such as a law enforcement officer, requires you to move your truck while you're on your off-duty period. 
It says such a use should be no farther than the nearest reasonable and safe area to complete the resting period. So if a if a if a cop says or you got to move your truck for whatever reason because you're not at a place, you know, sometimes right. they do ramps and so forth. Yeah, and I was just thinking about that. Look at how loud you got right there. See that Ooh. when you huff up. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Travel to home after working off-site as long as the driver's home is not in the direction the current or next dispatch is also explicitly allowed as personal conveyance by the new guideline. And, and, and look, I want to just mention this cop thing because that was one of the big discussions. Okay, I, I'll tell you where I'll tell you where it's really bad. The state of Virginia, they have I think it's a four-hour maximum. Uh, time limit in all their rest areas and they don't care if you're a trucker or not okay they will wake you up if you get a bad enough cop and say you got to move and according to the fmcsa you're not supposed to move well now uh the fmcsa is saying if a cop tells you to move parked on a ramp maybe you're in an emergency area maybe whatever the case is a cop is telling you or a dot officer or maybe even somebody with authority is saying you have to move. When I say authority, I mean a cop, a, f- a fire chief, whatever. It sounds like you're now allowed to move, but you also have to do the, it's, it's always going to come back to the next nearest safe location, right? Right. Like you can't say, oh, I'm going to skip the next two locations and go to the third one. Because like you said, you're not allowed to move in the direction. Like say you're under a load and you're in, Let's. I'll give you an example. Say you're in Indiana. And let's say you're in Indianapolis and you're in your and your load is going to be going to, um, let's just say, uh, Idaho. Okay. Well, you're not allowed to go 50 miles west. Okay, to your next safe place to sleep. You actually have to go north, south, or backwards, 10, 20 miles, and park there. You're not allowed to advance. Because what they're what they know that drivers will start using this new rule to advance closer and to shave time off their next delivery. That's what they're trying to prevent, Ruthann. And of course, it'll get worse and worse. And I can see it. And most good drivers will say the same thing. Ruthann, keep going. So, what else is is going on with this FMCSA new rule? Well, they say that it's going to be um, completely clarified and implemented by the end of June. So. Oh, so it's not in effect. It, yet. It's it, the way it seems that it's, it is, I think that they're taking some of it into consideration because, but what you said is the first one, like say you're going to the first one because the truck stops are so full. I think this is one of the reasons why they had to implement it because if a truck is, uh, a truck stops completely full and there's no parking spot, they have to go to the next one. They can't stay at that one. There's Correct. no place. So you might have to go two or three one of them away just to get to a spot that you can actually park and take your complete rest. And you brought up the ramps. You know, when you get onto the East Coast, if you get on the East Coast too late in the night, ramps are about the only thing left to park on. And a lot of cops will kind of, look the other way because they already know these guys don't have anywhere to park. But there are cops that will wake you up on the ramp. I mean, there's plenty of videos with that going on. And now you are, because I, and there are some videos out there where a driver says, no, I can't move because I'm on rest time. And, you know, it sucks being woke up, but now it's going to be okay for you guys to go ahead and find the next good, safe rest area. Very good article. Is there something else in there that we need to talk about? Um, I was reading, 
the actual guidelines themselves from M, you know the the Department of, of you know DOT. I was reading where I was trying to scroll down to see where it would say. Um, basically, what happened was is certain major companies out there went to the FMCSA and asked them to please do a a revamp. Well, kind basically, yeah. Do it says here um, on December nineteenth. 2017 proposed revisions to the regulatory guidance concerning drivers of commercial vehicles for personal use while off duty referred to as personal conveyance over 380 comments were received in response to the draft guidelines. So basically the, you know, 380 people had asked them to please make a clarification. and, And most of those being large trucking companies, um, per se, like Crete, Swift, the big ones like that, um, telling them that they need to make uh, a little bit more clarification so that their drivers are not getting slammed with these these fines and, and, and being shut down when they have their freight to move. You know, not only that, but dispatchers got to know the, the complete clarification also on it. Well, you know what? Since this new ELD law has kicked in, it's definitely created a, uh, a roller coaster of issues and things to fix. I mean, there's there. Everybody knows it's not even close to perfect. Um, I would tell you, and I don't want to get really too into the ELDs and opinions and that, but I will tell you when you tell somebody when they have to sleep, you, 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 you couldn't tell me when I had to go to sleep because I, I sleep when I sleep. And that's one of the things that's these ELDs are really messing everybody up. And I'm hoping that that can get changed also. But for now, it looks like a little bit of a break for all the drivers out there. If you are out of hours because of a shipper or a receiver or a cop does ask you, and I've seen that quite a bit where you are ha- are having to move. Now the rule is going to be on your side. You are going to be legal to get to the next safe place. And a lot of times it's, it's not going to be just one or two miles down the road. You may have to go 50, 60 miles to find a, a truck stop or a rest area to pull that rig into and get some sleep like you're supposed to do. Ruthann, is there anything else in that article we need to talk about? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and read. And um, this is actually in the um, FMCSA um, guidelines themselves. It says, in response to concerns that this guidance will somehow increase fatigue, FMCSA notes that there are no changes to the hours of service rules in this document. In fact, because of the current requirement to record HOS using ELDs making makes the time spent driving a CMV as personal conveyance transparent to the motor carrier and enforcement. The agency believes that consistency and uniformity in the application of the guidance by both the industry and the enforcement will be increased. They recognize that much of the pressure on drivers referred in the comments results from delays during the loading or unloading process causing drivers to run out of hours. This guidance will have a positive impact on the concerns expressed by the Truck Safety Coalition, Road Safe America, and AHA. A-H-A-S by giving drivers the flexibility to locate and obtain adequate rest as this would be off-duty time and personal conveyance status. In addition, as described above, this guidance used in conjunction with the ELD rule will lead to greater uniformity in in enforcement. So, I mean, it's they're actually looking at, even though the ELDs, they're trying to help the drivers there, they're realizing that some of the stuff might have been a little bit harsh and they're trying to make it easier now for the drivers to 
get the rest that they need and that the, tr- the shippers and receivers held them up and took their time from driving because they're considered they're in the truck. And I don't know if you heard what you read also. The, the hours don't change. If you no. have to drive an hour now to find another safe space on your personal conveyance or con- is it convenience or conveyance? C O N. V-A-V-E-Y, conveyance, is that what it is? C-O-N-V-E-Y-A-N-C-E. Yeah. Okay, so your personal conveyance. So if you if you have to drive two hours on this personal conveyance, you just chopped two hours off your sleep. I mean, it is what it is. So that's going to be another, an, another incident where, okay, shipper receiver screwed me up or an officer told me I had to move. So now I had to search for another hour or two cutting into my sleep time and really, now drivers are going to get even less sleep with something like that. I'm telling you, there's always a negative. I'm not trying to make complaints on it. But for a driver to now, you know, personally, what I think, I think they ought to make a rule where if a shipper or receiver runs you out of hours, they are obligated to provide you a facility to sleep at. I don't mean a bed. I just mean a facility where you can get running water and use a bathroom and use their parking lot because they are the ones that held you up and they're the ones that are, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking no, for? No, Troy, you're reading, you're, you're, you're understanding it wrong. I'm not understanding yeah, nothing I'm wrong. gonna read it, I'm gonna read another paragraph. It says, clarification of impact to on-duty hours. And it said, numerous commenters asked for clarification on how to use, how the use of personal conveyance impacts on-duty hours. Personal conveyance is an off-duty status. Therefore, there are no impacts to the 11 or 14-hour limitations for truck drivers, the 10 to 15, 10 or 15-hour limitations for bus drivers, or 60, 70-hour limitations, the 34-hour restart provisions, or any other on-duty status leaving a shipper or receiver to go to a safe place for required rest. It has nothing to do with it. Well, no, you're, you're actually not understanding yourself. I'm going to tell you why. It just said there's no changes in the hours. That means if you if you run over your ten, you have 14 hours to run 11. If you run over your 14 hours at that shipper because that shipper held you up, and now you got to drive two hours, okay, to get to find a rest area, all right, to sleep. That's two hours that cut into your sleep time, because you don't get an extension on your drive hours. That's what that's saying. Trust me, you the driver loses. Even though he gets, he's allowed now to drive another whatever it takes to find a rest area, but he's losing because that's his sleep time that he's supposed to be resting. Trust me, I'm not wrong. You just read it. There's no impact on, there's no change in the service. You just have to now drive when you're supposed to be sleeping. It's exactly what they're saying. You're allowed to do. Now, um, that is what it is, and that's going to create problems too. All I'm saying is a fix really would be every shipper and receiver should be obligated if they hold a driver up. If they hold that driver up, then they should be obligated to provide a parking space for that driver, running water, a bathroom, whatever the case is, and until that driver is able to leave that parking lot. Well, one of the one of the my, my opinion. One of the major companies they have them named in here, and it says one of them. I don't know if I should name the company or not. Name the company. It's in the article. Okay, it says Creek care. Carrier believes okay. that not allowing the driver to identify such a movement as personal conveyance would be contrary to the coercion rule, as the shipper is forcing a driver to leave the premises even after exhausting his or her hours of service limiteds. Schneider Schneider National also asked for clarification on this issue. 
So, I mean, these major companies are trying to get a little bit more of the clarification clarification because they, uh, I guess, yeah, I, I am reading it wrong. I didn't realize I was reading it wrong. I thought that they were That's okay. I'm not right. taking that away. I'm always right. Just If you just learn that now. Then I'm, he, I'm, he's not always right. I know. I'm like, she's always, <laughs> she's always right. No, yeah, no. I'm not always right. Either. But, but no, seriously, that's exactly what, hey, look, every time you create a positive, there's a negative with it. And I can see now uh, if you're out in the middle of bum screwed Egypt or whatever, you know what I mean? You're out in the middle of nowhere and, and a shipper causes you to be stuck there. And now you're legally, your legal driving hours are gone all right. And, and you know that just to find a rest area, I can show you some places in this country where you're in a, a park and it takes you an hour to get out of there. And, and because these, a shipper receiver holds you up. Okay. Now you have to drive two hours or whatever, just to find another space and you're tired. And now guess what? You, you get somewhere and until you get to bed, you're two hours short on sleep that night. And that's going to also raise issues. I'm telling you that we need to, this needs to be more of a teamwork. You're a trucker delivering to a place that takes trucks. Everybody should be obligated if they're going to be the ones holding you up to provide parking and running water, okay, and a working bathroom uh, for that truck driver. I'm telling you, that's my, that is my opinion, Okay. Some people might say uh, they shouldn't have to do that. I am going to stick to my opinion. I think they should. I'm just saying it is what it is. You know, I've, I've been out there where I've been, I slept on ramps. Okay. And had cops knock on my door. Hey, you can't park here. You got to go, you know, and I'm talking like four hours into me sleeping three o'clock in the morning, got a cop knocking on my door in the middle of winter up on 80 in Pennsylvania and I have to get up and I'm telling you, man, get up at three o'clock in the morning and shake your head and try to drive and find another place to rest. And then by the time you get to that rest area, you're awake now. You're not even tired. It messes you up. I'm, look, I'm a driver um, and 100 percent this ELD thing, the, the, the and, I, and I get it. They're trying to help. But 100 percent, I really believe that you've got to go back to trusting the driver. Look, I don't mind an ELD, but allow the driver to just turn the ELD on and off. It's all satellite run now. He can't, if he cheats it, fine him, okay? Suspend his license if he does it enough. But with the new ELDs, if they're all satellite run, if you get a mandatory satellite run ELD where the driver has control, like he did the paper log, I guarantee you, you now have a driver that's gonna drive when he wants to drive once you want to pull into a rest area driver and cause you're tired, you want to take a three hour nap. Guess what? That driver should be able to do that. It's his life. He's delivering that freight. And you know what? A driver knows his own body when he should be able to drive and when he should be able to sleep. And I'm telling you all these stupid rules because of the mandatory, I'm going to tell you when you got to sleep. I'm going to tell you when you got to drive. And there's some drivers out there and believe me, there's drivers out there that are so used to ELDs. They'll tell you, look, you can still make a lot of money on, on ELDs and you can still get the proper sleep. I get all that. But look, why should you have a continuous running clock? Okay. If you start driving an hour into it, there's a traffic jam for three hours and you got to sit there. Okay. When, when you really would rather just pull off an exit and maybe pull into a truck stop until that traffic goes on by. 
okay, and maybe take a nap there or go eat something and go off duty. Because why, why sit in the traffic jam when you could just go sit at a truck stop? But the, the problem is the clock keeps running. And what we really need to do is put more of the power back in the driver's hands. And look, I'm telling you, these ELDs can be watched from a satellite. You know, it's a lot easier now to, to, to keep a driver in check, even though he has control of it, than when we had the paper logs. That's all I'm saying, okay? I am who I am. The, I um, a sailor, man. the house just cleared a bill that ELDs are waived for people that are hauling livestock. I've seen that. Yep. And that's good. All life. And also, right now, a bill was filed yesterday with the U.S. House that would small owner operators. I'm gonna. Is that what you're gonna say? Yes, it yeah, is. I read that last week, and and it's a good thing. How did you read it last week when it was only submitted yesterday? It, it went through maybe yesterday, but last week they were, they've been talking about it for the last week or two that it was supposed to go through. That a bill, I forget the amount of trucks. Does it say how many trucks? Ten or fewer. So if you have ten or fewer, has it actually gone through yet, or is it not? It says it was filed Wednesday in the U.S. House that would, if passed, exempt the smallest trucking companies, those with ten or less, yeah, from and, compliance with the USD, you know, with the. And EMDs. that's that's stupid. You know what I mean? I'm gonna allow I'm gonna allow some guy that works for a nine truck company to have control of his logs, but the guy that works for a nine hundred truck company, we want to control him. That's just plain stupid. I mean, I'm just saying. It doesn't even make sense. You got any more stuff? Miss Ruthann. Um She's sweating. It's warm in here. I it's can't, warm I came in the walking studio. into the studio with a robe and, <laughs> and my feet warm. Well, you can, <laughs> the problem is these mics are so sensitive. You can't have air or nothing on in, in here. It's just they're, they're, they pick everything up. So Okay. Um, because of the ELD, um, they're trying. Now a lot of the truck stops are looking at anting up on their parking. The uh, Yeah, and they're trying to charge drivers. Yeah. Yeah, which is BS also. So let's now take advantage of the ELD where a driver has to do something and we're going to shove parking. We're going to make you pay when you already pay billions of dollars to be at the truck stop. And I'm calling every truck stop out that does that. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to charge for truck for parking spaces. BS. That's BS. I think so. Okay. All right. Let's wrap this thing up. All right. All righty. All right. This is, this is one of those, uh, uh, issues that set me on fire, you know, and, and don't That's get me wrong. That's why it's hot in here. You're on well, fire. What they're Woo, he's hot. Yeah, they're, they're trying to, <laughs> they're trying to do better. Okay. But, you know, usually, you know who gets burned every time somebody makes a rule to make things better? The working man. It's yeah, usually the, it's, the little it, people. It's true. Look at how, look what happens when you yell. Look at that. I wasn't yelling. All right. I'll, I'll edit that. All right. So listen, we're going to get off the air here and wrap this show up. FMCSA's new proposals, new rules coming at you. Drivers, let us know what you think. Send us some messages. Keep the memes and the videos and the pictures coming, and we're going to keep posting them for you. We appreciate everything you're doing for Talk CDL, all you drivers out there. I have nothing else, Ruthann. Do you have anything? You're awesome. Who is, me or the drivers? The drivers. Oh, dang it. All right. Hey, <laughs> peace. We're out. Peace. Praise the Lord.